here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Do you know anyone who has gone through a divorce? Well, that's like asking, do you know anyone who's ever had a glass of water in the United States? It's a rampant problem that has expanded for years. And my guest today is going to patch up some of the holes in that game. She's a certified life coach and author who helps men and women get through many obstacles in their lives. Her passion is to help people take back control of their lives after heartbreak from a breakup or a divorce. While preparing to return to the workforce after four years of departure from a 20-year career as an accounting and human resource manager to raise her child, she realized that her calling will always be making a difference in people's lives. And she realized that in order for many people to truly overcome the pain from divorce or breakup, they could benefit from more than just conventional therapy. Today, we bring you the author of Piecing Your Heart Back Together. You better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride on the Dharmic Evolution with Carmen Silvestro. Carmen, welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, James, for having me. Um, I just want to say really quickly that I really, I really appreciate you having me and that I love the cast of guests that you have. They're wonderful. So I'm really, I feel very privileged to be here today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, you know, it's just for folks who don't know um, Carmen, uh, she is an author. And I didn't know this. We were like yoga buddies for a while. <laughs> and we kept running yeah. into each other in the yoga studio. And then um, lo and behold, I find out she's not only a life coach, but an author. So uh, the timing, once again, you know, serendipity steps in and... Uh, and just connected us at the perfect time because her book is about to be launched. And I want to congratulate you on that. And thank you for your kind words. Um, and being a certified life coach, and you're no longer an upcoming author. You are an author, girl. So uh, <laughs> it takes a lot to write a book. And um, yeah. I just commend you on that and congratulate you on that. So why don't we start with... Um, Tell us how, and you know, the subject of divorce is certainly going to come up in this conversation. It's so uh, appropriate. But tell us how your journey uh, brought you to this point, like, you know, rewinding how many years ago that you had a life change and all of a sudden you found yourself in a completely different place and had no idea that you'd end up here. Can you give us yes. that story? Yes. So, um, about 12 years ago, I, I had a couple of um, traumatic events happen that led me to this path. Um, 12 years ago, my little brother, um, he succumbed to his addiction and he passed away. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so as you can imagine, my family and I, we were devastated. Um, we, um, we were grieving. We were, you know, beside, beside ourselves. We didn't what know was how his to wrap name? our head around. What was his name? His name was Omar. Omar, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so about a month, a little bit over a month in, I was. I decided to stay home. It was Saturday night. I just wanted to take a little breather and and try to recoup a little bit of myself and just be alone. Um, my husband at the time, um, he's he was a musician, so he was out um, with his band at a gig. So it was perfect. I was alone. I was at our home computer, just 
survey through some pictures. And ironically enough, um, the pictures that I was going through were honeymoon pictures from our previous previous years back. Um, and as I'm surfing through the pictures, um, I found this document. There was really nothing special about it. It was just a blank document, but I clicked into it. And lo and behold, it was um, it was a letter from my husband to another woman, and he was contemplating leaving me. Wow. So that was the day that my world basically collapsed. Um, I was grieving my little brother's death, and now here was another death. And I just, it, 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 it was a very dark time for me. I, um, I never thought that we would be in that place because he and I have been together since we were teenagers. We were together for 17 years. Um, he was my best friend in the world. And, um, you know, I, I, it was just so shocking to me. And the timing, everything about it was just shocking. So um, it, it, was, it was, like I said, a, an extremely difficult time for me. I was in so much um, emotional and physical pain that I really felt like, I could die. I mean, it was, it was excruciating. And I remember um, one day, it was a few weeks in, I was on my kitchen floor and it was just basically a, a sea of Kleenex because I, all I did was cry every day. And this particular day, um, I, I remember I was like seeing blurry uh, and my eyes were so swollen, so I couldn't really see so well. So I got up. And I went to my bathroom mirror and really looked at myself for the first time. I hadn't really paid attention to myself since all of this happened. And I looked at myself and I gasped because I couldn't believe what the, the person that was looking back at me, I didn't even recognize who I was. I was so frail and so broken. I lost 20 pounds. I was just a wreck. Um, but I knew that moment that I had to make a decision. I could either stay on this path and just keep feeling sorry for myself and keep depleting myself and end up God knows where, or I could take a different path. And that was to get up and fight like my mom and mom was a fighter and get really super strong and then, and learn whatever it was that the lesson was behind this, because I've always been a true believer that, there's a lesson behind everything. Everyone that we meet is for a purpose, um, everything. Um, so that's what I did. I chose to get up and fight and be strong. And, you know, I made a lot of mistakes. As you, as you know, healing is not linear. So I went up and down. And, but I always got up. And I was very fortunate to have an amazing support system, really strong family and really good friends that were there for me every time. And, um, you know, but I have to say, James, the, the amount of aha moments and like clicks that happened through this journey were, were just remarkable. They're amazing. So people ask me sometimes, if you can go back in time and change it, ne never, I wouldn't change any of it. I'm so unbelievably grateful for what I've been through for my journey because it's put me here today and I actually used to joke with um, with my family. I used to tell them, I feel like God like whacked me across the head and say, wake up. You know, this is not your life. This is it's time for you to be authentic. It's time for you to find out who you really are. Right. And that's what I did. What and was the um, 
what was the time frame from the time that all this transpired? Like how long was that, you know, intense grieving process going on in terms of weeks, months? Like how long did that take you when you finally had that? Um, The grieving, I would say the first couple of months obviously were the the strongest. Um, Um. you know, it faded and it, it it went on for, I have to say, for at least a year, maybe a little bit longer. But through the grieving, there was also um, one of the things that I talk about in my book is that when your heart is open, that when, you, as, when your heart is broken, it's also opened. So you're able to take all that grief, all that pain, because you also have things inside of you that are have been stored away from even before. Right. And you can work through that. It's like very powerful, this journey. If you if you look at it the right way, if you ask the right questions, you have this opportunity to turn this into this amazing transformation. Right. And by the way, folks, the title of the book coming out in two weeks, Piecing Your Heart Back Together. Right. What's the launch date on that? Is it the November 14th? November 14th. Yeah. Awesome. Really excited for that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of with the way you just described it, I thought it was like really quick, but you said it was almost a year is about right. I mean, it's like to go through something like that. First of all, to lose your brother is just un- unthinkable. But then to have, like you called it, another death, and it, it, it's exactly what it is, mm-hmm. because you've you've built your life around this, you know, this really really wonderful tangible thing, and you just find out no, it's not there anymore. That's just really horrible. Um, so what t- what did you do when you were by yourself before you started to reach out to um, your supporters? How were you getting through each and every day? Was it just you were surrounded by this thing and you couldn't get away from it? Like, what did you do to, to, to have sustenance, to just get through another day? What were you doing? I, I thank God I had work. So right. okay. I, somehow I got myself up and I went to work and I made sure that I just consumed myself at work. And I stayed there as long as I could. Um, and then I would go home and I would just cry like all night long and then do it over again but right. and but you know i always had faith like I, I always believed in god so i prayer praying a lot i prayed so much yeah around that time too what kind of um what kind of work were you doing like at the, time? Um, at the time i was an accounting manager and human resources manager okay so human resource hr that means mm-hmm. you were connecting with a lot of people during the day yes. um how did you manage to hold yourself together or was that just such a great distraction because at that point any distraction i would imagine would be awesome to have just to, it was yeah but it was also acting um right I would put on a smile and everyone knew it was happening, but they also somehow knew not to ask me because I think if anybody would have came up to me and, and asked me about it, I probably would have fallen apart because I felt that frail. I felt like some, the wind could blow the wrong way. I would just fall apart. And uh, nobody asked, everybody just kind of left me alone and let me pretend because that's what I did. I had to, Pretend I start to work, and uh, yeah, I had to slap a smile on my face and just keep going. You know, God helped you with that. Yes, he's got absolutely. a strong right hand. Yes. <laughs> 
So, yes. so you you did such a change in your life. I mean, you know, in so many regards, like you were in a completely different industry, and then you you kind of just f- seem to flourish as an entrepreneur. And I know that didn't happen overnight. That was a process then uh, okay. that takes a, a long time to develop it. But when did you get the the idea that, you know what, I don't want to go back to HR or accounting manager and things like that. I want to do, do something so different with my life. And did that happen like, like right after this or did it take a couple of years? How long did it take before you knew? No, you know, it's funny because uh, as everything happened and I started going through my own healing journey, anyone that I um, connected with or that I met that was going through a divorce or going through a breakup, I instantly gravitated towards them and tried to take them under my wing and help them. So that was just always that became part of my life. And I I remarried um, and I had a little boy and I took off from work. I actually quit my job so that I can right. take care of him. And when it was time to go back, when he started school, um, I started going back on interviews for the same thing, going back into the corporate world. And I remember getting this really great offer, this job. I, I had visualized it. Everything was great. Um, the pay was great. Everything was awesome. I went in and I knew I nailed the interview. I knew I was going to get it. Um, but I had this terrible feeling in my stomach like something's just not right I just felt really uneasy and when I went to the parking lot I realized what it was like I can't go back to this this is not who I am anymore this is completely wrong like I meant to be a servant I meant to be a heart servant and help other people now how did that feel to you like when you when you honored that feeling inside of you did you feel like like relieved almost yes so you you felt like this is time to celebrate because that's a big deal you know, yes. when you when yes. you pay attention to what your inner wisdom is telling you, God's almost saying to you, "No, don't do that. You, I got something better planned for you." That's, That's pretty cool. Exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so okay. So you got over that hurdle, and now it's time to start building the new business. Little scary, little apprehensive. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us how how did that start off? After getting rudely interrupted by the internet munchkins, this is the part where Carmen starts to explain to us how she became a life coach. So if it sounds a bit abrupt, we don't go down easily. We persevere. Enjoy the rest of this interview. To be my truth, I'm 100%. Everything in my gut and my body was telling me this is what you're meant to do. Um, I'm meant to, you're meant to serve. So he actually understood and he already knew that that was what I was about. Um, So I went on ahead and um, just uh, started uh, taking classes and learning more about the field and uh, just basically submerged, it just immersed myself in it. I mean, I was already reading tons of self-help books, things about divorce, things about heartbreak. I mean, it was already part of my being anyway, so. Right. So did you ever in your life think that you would end up being a coach? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a much different person. I, I was, I think I could say in a nutshell, I was kind of in a coma before I got divorced the first time. I, I was not living an authentic life at all. Yeah. 
And and was that like, did you have a support system around you? You mentioned earlier you, you did, but were they the type of supportive people that were good for career change type of things? Or did you have anybody in your life that was sort of counseling you and saying, you know, you can do this. You can you can be more of who you are. You just haven't uncovered it. Yeah, I mean, people used to tell me that I should be a psychologist because I was always good at listening to other people's problems. Um, but as you know, life coaching is life coaching is not really advice giving is very different. Yeah. Um, so um, for me, this is way more on target because you know you get to guide people to find their inner truth. It's different. You know, it's very different. Yeah. Right. So, so when you started, how did, tell me how you got your first client. How did that go? Um, I had a lot of free, <laughs> free yes. uh, clients, of course. Um, and, you know, that was practice and that was, um, it was just an honor. And um, it basically started with my sister, one of my sisters. Um, she's, a, she's a recovering alcoholic and she needed help. And I absolutely, I was right there because um, she was there w for me when I was going through my divorce. So, of course, um, it, it was just remarkable uh, just watching every week. Um, it was it was just getting better and better and she was getting stronger and she was having these aha moments herself. So, um, right. yeah, so that was my first client. That's awesome. Do you feel like... Um, when you come away with coaching somebody and it's, you know, it's successful and you know it, don't you feel that you come away almost as uh, this was as good for me as it was for them? Yes, absolutely. It's so true that you say that because I actually feel like um, I feel their energy on me, if that makes any sense. Like yes. I get off the call and... I'm just smiling from ear to ear. I'm so excited and I can't wait to talk to them again next the following week. And it's, it, for me, it's, oh my God, there's, it's so rewarding, you know? Yeah. Favorite type of client. Do you do better with men, with women? Um, do you feel more successful with one or the other or certain, you know, it, whether it's alcoholism breaking up, like, is there a best person that you serve? Do you feel? Um, well, my passion is definitely helping men or women through divorce or breakup because I yeah. get to get them from the place of why me, why is this happening to me, to asking a different question, like what can I learn from this experience and what is this trying to teach me? And that once they make that shift, it's like it's so amazing to be there and experience that with them. Yeah. So, so tell me, how does one piece their heart back together? What's the <laughs> first thing you do when you you know you realize you're in trauma you've gone through this thing like what's the first thing somebody should look to do to you know to start their life essentially start their life over is what we're doing here yes well i would say um take the time please take the time um and go through your grief go through your emotions don't try to run away because those are the kinds of the three different types of uh, clients that I get. Um, the ones that are either run to numb themselves with alcohol, with drugs, with the gym, with sex, partners, 
um, or I get the ones that um, jump right into another relationship or get married right away because they feel so broken and vulnerable and they just want to fill that void so badly. Um, yeah. Or the ones that busy themselves up with work, for example, and they're just so busy <laughs> <laughs> that they don't, either they, they're running away from the pain or they just, they're so afraid to get hurt again. So yeah, um, it's that breaks my heart because it doesn't have to be that way. I, I know that it's very difficult for people to understand when they're in that moment because I was, I was there, but there really is a silver lining. This really is an opportunity for you to, um, reinvent yourself, basically rewrite your whole life and really get in there and just peel layers off and find out things about yourself that you had no idea. And that is, is priceless. Like I went through it. Like I stepped out of my comfort zone so many times and I, and I walked through with my clients to step out of their comfort zone. And they're always so grateful that they did it. Um, because then you end up finding out that Oh my God, like for example, hiking for me, I used to worry about my hair, my nails. It's my favorite thing in the world. I could hike for eight hours a day. It's like my favorite, my favorite thing. Um, so you just, you know, you'll miss, you're robbing yourself of the opportunity if you don't take this time. This is a, a window that you will miss if you don't take take advantage of it. Yeah, I was I was raising my hand because you mentioned about uh, immersing yourself in work, mm -hmm. and you know they're all addictions, or you know they're they're all like just places to hide yeah. sometimes. And, and the reason I, I was doing that is because I lost my mom back in uh, March, I think it was or April, April of this of this oh, year. Oh, I'm sorry. And yeah, I'd lived with her for the last year because she was very sick, so I moved in with her to kind of help out, and um, and I kind of just went, and I was only starting to feel the grief a little bit just recently because I just got myself, I, you know, I moved to Tennessee and I'm just one of these workaholics. I'm just working all the time and loving it. But I just started to take a breath a few weeks ago and, and um, you're right. It, it's, I'm just trying to under, underscore your point, even though it's, um, it's a grief thing in a different way. It's not a relationship, but well, it is, it's, you know, it's your mother rather than yeah. a, than a love, lover or a partner. But I agree with you because I've been through this where um, if I was in a relationship, I would just, I've done this several times where I would just say, I'm not going to date for a year mm -hmm. and just say, T I want to take time and just figure out who the hell I am or what I'm doing and, and what I'm passionate about. Yeah. And, you know, just, just doing it to, you know, placate um, you think you're supposed to have somebody on your arm. And sometimes it's just like, doesn't matter. Just get them over here. So yeah. I'm with somebody, and that doesn't really help anything at all. So uh, so hats off to you for for um, you know you know, sharing that with us because I think it's really really important. Well, think about it, James. Like if you go from a you know this broken marriage or relationship, and you're still hurting so much in a world of pain, and you jump right into another relationship. Um, all you're really doing is bringing all that baggage, all that pain into your new relationship. Um, we all know the statistics about uh, marriages and 50% end up in divorce. But did you know that second marriages is 67% and third marriages is 73%? I mean, those are yes, staggering I did. numbers, It's right? scary. It's scary. And it, 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 it further underscores your point about just don't jump in because right. that's like, you know, and then, 
you know, I, I remember going out, there's this business agent, and um, I went out and had lunch with him. This is about 15 years ago. And he's, we were talking, I had been divorced for a while, and he said, uh, he said, yeah, he goes, I, I got married, had two kids, I got divorced. Then I got married and had two kids, and now I'm getting divorced again. And I was like shocked. And I'm like, really? He goes, it's just the same. It's just the same. But it's not the same. He's the same. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the difference, right? It's like, yeah. wait a minute, your way you're thinking is all wrong. It's like, what were you expecting? You were just, this person is going to be different and everything's going to be different. I think, you know, if you haven't matured and taken time to find out who you really are and what you really want, then it's, it, it's going to be the same. Yes, yes. And actually, it can even be worse. You can even put yourself, because think about it, you're so vulnerable that you can attract the worst partners. Like, there are people out there that can sense that you're vulnerable and you're you're this certain way and they could take advantage of you because of that. So yeah, there are a lot of negative things. So it's that would be my biggest thing that I would say, just please don't don't jump into another relationship. Take time off. Just be with your feelings, your emotions, get yourself a really good support system, but make sure that you just you go through the work, you go through the grieving, you go through your emotions. That's the only way you're truly going to heal and be whole and be who you really are. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let me ask you this, Carmen. Um, can you describe, and if, if you can think of a situation like this, did you ever have um, somebody that you thought you were kind of going to kind of lose them and then somehow you turned it around and it became like a big victory, like somebody that was so bad or somebody that was kind of getting away, and then you you realized, just, you know what, I can save this thing, and and then was able to help them out. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it was someone. It was a gentleman that was um, running away. Um, he was super super busy corporate guy, and he was miserable. And he, you know, to me, it was obvious um, he was very lonely. He was really sad. Um, but he was measuring his life by how much money he was making. Um, so when I, when we were going into the whole dating again or opening himself up to that possibility, he right away wanted to shut himself off and he decided that maybe the coaching wasn't really for him. He changed his mind, blah, blah, blah. But then through all the sessions and, and all the notes and all the work that he had done, he realized, you know, because we, we did, we actually stopped talking for a couple of weeks. He ended up coming back and saying, okay, I'm ready. You're right. I, I have been running away. And, and he did. And he, um, he ended up going to online dating and he found this wonderful woman and they're actually getting married next month. So. Wow. Are you invited to the wedding? <laughs> Actually, I am. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the yoga journey. Like you, um, you're obviously a a very, um, you know, you've got a good practice since we've worked out together many times. And um, how many years have you been doing it? You've been doing it a while. And what has it done for you as far as, you know, spiritually and, you know, just every which way? Oh, my God. Yoga is, is just amazing. It's like meditating for your body, I would say, too. Um, That's a good way to been, put it. Yes. It's been several years. Um, it's probably, I would say, t- at least 10 years. Yeah. Um, it was slow in the beginning once in a while, and then it became part of my life. As, as you know, I mean, you're a yogi yourself. Um, it just, you don't feel the same if you don't 
if you don't do the yoga class, right? Yeah. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. Like even even sleep patterns are like you know you get the most restful sleep after working out. Yeah. <laughs> and you really just feel like you're you're so connected, and the the energy with everyone is almost like everyone's sharing this amazing energy together. And um, aside from you know the poses and the moves and the breathing and everything, it, it just that's why the best way I can explain it to people that haven't done it, it's meditation for your body. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great community, too, of uh, resources. Mm -hmm. I mean, case in point, we're here together on this podcast because we're both yogis, you know. And, yeah. uh, I would, you know, it took a while for us to, you know, to, to get to know each other. But I was so happy that when I found out um, what you do, uh, because it's right up my alley. And, and also, uh, one of the instructors... Um, uh, is dating a guy named Don Rique, who I had on, and, and it was, her name is Gianna, and she kept saying about, you've probably taken her class, and she kept talking about her boyfriend, who's a guitar player, and I just said, you know, this guitar player is all over the place. And then I found him online, I said, this guy is killer, and I had him on the show, he was fabulous. So it's, um, it's a great thing for anybody who wants to explore that, it's really, really awesome, so uh, please, please do so, it, it'll, it'll open your life up in ways you, you can't even imagine. Absolutely. Um, let us talk about the book a little bit. So, piecing your heart back together, coming out in a couple of weeks, uh, November fourteenth. And how did you? Um, the the title is great, by the way. Thank and you. how did you motivate yourself to? Because writing a book is a, such an immense challenge. Because you have <laughs> to fit that in in in. You know, you have all these other things to do every day. So now it's like, well, wait, I got to write at least a couple hours a day or whatever. You know, whatever yeah. pattern you decided. Um, how long did it take you to um, to get the book completed? You know, for the, my first manuscript was 90 days. Um, wow, that's fast. Yeah, uh, but I made a commitment. Um, I made a commitment because I didn't want this to be, because I've been wanting to write a book for years now. Right. Um, I just didn't know on what. And I didn't want it to be one of those things that it was dragging for a year or two. Like a lot of authors that I know, that's what happened. I was committed. I told my husband, I told my family, you know, I'm going to be MIA. Um, it was a lot of quick dinners, paper plates, <laughs> paper right. cups, um, getting up at three, four in the morning every day um, just to get it going. And, you know, once you make that commitment yeah. and you know and you see the prize at the end, it's like you just do it. So, yeah. And being an early riser, I can relate because that is like, you know, we were talking about this the other day is, uh, you know, just getting up early is, is such an advantage yeah. for like everything's quiet, no phones are ringing, people are, you know, you just like you have that quiet space to do that. Um, what are your plans for this books and book and your aspirations for it? What do you think, um, what is your wish for this book to do um, for people out there? Um you know, that read it, what, what's going to happen? What is your best scenario to unfold for this? Um, my, my hope is that for readers to uh, take this book and find themselves obviously where they are, which is a place of de desperation and, and um, sadness and why is this happening to me and get into this, this other place where you're asking yourself those different questions like, what can I learn from this? What there, there really is a, a reason for this. Um, what is the purpose of my journey? 
So basically going from the grief into this amazing transformational journey, because that really is what happens when you allow it to be, um, it becomes a, this, it's, it's, it's miraculous. And the things that you learn about yourself and, um, it's just there you can't even you can't put a price on it it's it's the one investment that i would suggest everyone everyone in the world does is go inside and look within um and that's what i'm really hoping that my book does is at least puts you on that path and that will just make me so happy that's great that's great um the reason why you know, I just, I have to throw, because since you're in this space, I have to ask, why is the divorce rate um, so crazy in, in this country especially? And it seems to be, I don't know if it's leveled off yet, but it's been going up for, for like decades now. Um, and when, when I was, you know, a kid, you never heard about it. I mean, or if you did, it was like, man, you didn't talk about that. Mm -hmm. It was like, there was something, it was almost like leprosy. If somebody down the street was getting a divorce, yeah. you know, it was unheard of. And I believe that God wired us to be monogamous creatures, just like swans and so many other animal creatures out there that, um, you know, bald eagles, they, they mate for life. And we've kind of thrown that aside. And, and I don't know exactly why I think it's, it's a social sickness. It's, um, it's the times we're living in. It's, um, it's a lot of, uh, I want instant gratification for something else just because it's, you know, the bright, shiny metal objects mm -hmm. that are rolling in front of me. What do you think? What do you think is going on? And where are we going like in society with with this this rampant disease yeah yeah unfortunately i think that a lot of people don't take the time to really get to know themselves because i know i didn't and i know a, a lot of the people that i meet they don't and i think that's what happens and you go into it um just hoping that it's going to work out but you you end up finding yourself in a marriage with some buddy that you don't really mesh well well with um and how could you when you're not even really sure who you are um and then you know and then there's the others which is um you go into it for the wrong reasons like you said for the shiny objects or even some people they have this fairy tale idea in their head still that is going to be like the movies and it's going to be beautiful and perfect and when it's not they just want to bolt yeah and i i see that a lot a lot happening. See that's see uh, your stock just went up because we need you more than ever. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you validated my point. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it is like we go back to that same thing again. Um, if you can, you know, self love. It's like if you can be happy with yourself, yes. then you have a chance. You have a more than a 50-50 chance to have it with somebody else. And and I think a lot of it's taken time to with that person. Yes. You know, really get to know them and know what they're all about, and and you know, know all the you know all the bad things as well as the good things. Mm -hmm. You know, you know where the 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 problem spots and everything. Um, so, so what is next for you as we're starting to wind down here? What is your next big acquisition, your aspiration? What are you going to have happen next? Are you going to write another book or, you know, maybe it's too quick for that, but, um, what are you thinking? Um, well, I'm working on a home study program now, um, and it's okay. going to be based on my book. Um, and 
right for right now that's it i'm going to be um, doing a lot of more group coaching um and uh, but you know what you said it i am definitely planning to write another book believe it or not yeah um yeah i definitely i feel like that's part of my calling i mean as hard as it was as difficult as it was um i loved it and um i feel like it also it, it was also very cathartic for me yeah I feel <clears throat> I can feel you because um I feel the same way when I finish an album. It's like you know you went through a, a long process to to get that to where it needs to be, yeah. and um, the work ends up being like you don't even think about the work because the joy overrides the work. I mean, you just you know it's no longer work. It's just this is what I do. So yeah, you know yeah. I'm, I'm so happy for you that you did this. Thank you. Um, before we part ways, I'm going to put like all your socials in in the uh, in the show notes so everybody can connect with you, Carmen. And also, you have, I believe, uh, a gift for people if they want to get a copy of your book. Can you share that with us? Yes. So, um, like James said, my book comes out November 14th. Um, but if anyone's interested in getting it prior, um, I can give you a free copy. All you have to do is email me at Carmen at myselftruly.com. C-A-R-M-E-N M-Y-S-E-L-F-T-R-U-L-Y dot com. And on the subject line, just mention this show, James O'Connor or Dharmic Evolution. And I would love, love, love to send you a free book. Awesome. That is very generous of you. Carmen, any parting thoughts for the people listening to this show and um, you know, what they can do to you know, help them along their journey if they're struggling. Um, uh, reach out to you. What can they do to um, better their life and not be all by themselves going through this uh, pain of possible divorce or breakup or what have you? Well, the first thing I would love to say to you um, is that um, please know that where you are is temporary. I know I've been there. Um, it's not where you're going to end up. That's not where you're going to drop anchor. Um, I, I'm coming on seven years married now. I have a really great life. I have a five-year-old beautiful little boy, a stepdaughter, two cats. I never thought this was going to happen to me when I was in the middle of my grief. I thought I was done. It was My life was over. So please know that this is not where you're going to end up. This is just temporary and to just do the work. And I promise you, you're going to be just fine. And there's nothing more than I would love them to support you. If you need additional help, all you have to do is reach out to me. Um, again, Carmen at myselftruly.com. And I would absolutely love to be there and support you and, and help you find uh, your place and nurture yourself because that's really what you need. And again, the most important thing is please take this time and make sure that you find a very good support system. Um, family, friends, church, there's so many resources out there now. Just don't be alone. Carmen, it was a pleasure to have you on the Dharmic Evolution. Thank you so much. And by the way, folks, the website is killer. I was on it this morning. Really, really great website. So uh, I just want to uh, thank you once again and wish you all of the uh, success and God's blessing on your journey. Thank you so much, James. Again, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Divorce, family, God, piecing your heart back together. 
prayers for Omar who passed away, life coaching, helping men and women through divorce and breakup. Take the time to go through your grief. This is an opportunity to rewrite your own life. This is the wisdom of Carmen Silvestro. Please get over there to Amazon and support her book that is out almost any day now. It's November 14th. Don't forget it. Mark it on your calendar. Piecing your heart back together. A roadmap to healing and thriving after a breakup or divorce. It's on Amazon. It's on. It's going to be on all of the um, retail uh, sites. So please check it out. And um, also go to Carmen's website and please support her. See about all the coaching opportunities that are there and get your copy of your free book. This doesn't come around often. Hey, if you have not yet gone over to the Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page, please do so. We are there to support your artistry. If you're a singer, songwriter, musician, if you've got a new album, a new song, a new video, are you playing a gig somewhere? Are you an author, speaker, or thought leader? Do you have a new book? Do you have a performance somewhere? Do you have a, um, a TED Talk coming up? We're here to support you. So gather those people around the world that support your artistry and take advantage of that. Also, if you haven't picked up a copy of my new ebook, it's on uh, my Facebook page, James Kevin O'Connor Music, and it's designed to help those people who are suffering terribly from depression. It's a free download. It's a really short read. You can read the whole thing in like 20 minutes, but it will change the way you think. Send it to someone you love today because they need it. So I wanted to do something a little bit different on the closeout today, ladies and gentlemen. This is a uh, track that I think suits Carmen, her brand, her book, and um, it's off of the Geography of the Soul album, uh, which I put out a few years ago. And um, this, I think, captures the spirit and the moment. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see on the socials, I'll see you from the stage, but right now, it's time to drill down, baby. I'm a man who needs to know what's doing Hey, those big brown eyes, you keep them just out of reach I'm gonna drill down, baby, drill down deep I wanna get to all the secrets you keep from me Drill down, baby, drill down deep I'm gonna be the first man who was able to reach you Drill down deep I wanna get to all the secrets you keep from me Drill down 
down, baby, drill down deep I'm gonna be the first man who is able to reach you First man who was able to reach you